1: And this is Adam's friend. <laughs> he's like, are you sure
0: you Jessica? Yeah. So he's question, hey, this is Jessica. I'm sorry, do
1: we need to start it over? <laughs> no. Okay, I'm sorry, like, my bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all, my voice is and we got this, nothing. This is
0: Jessica.
1: I I said I really are you sure you, you? I really meant that with so much more enthusiasm. <laughs> but it just don't sound like it. I'm sorry. And I know my name. <laughs> I can't even laugh, y'all. Y'all pray from a voice, okay? Just send one up to to, to the boy from a voice, okay? But anyway, hey guys. So welcome to Adam's Rib. This is episode one thirty four. Um, how to operate in godly leadership. Yes. 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 See, I got that right. We <laughs> hey, think about the godly part. I just yes. Leadership is yes. godly. Godly leadership. Godly
0: leadership. We serve yes. the one and only. We want to do this the right
1: way. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so thank you guys so so much for tuning in. First time listeners, you can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud. We have a website, AdamThroughPodcast dot uh, We also have a Facebook page, same name. Um, <laughs> just find us. You guys can find us um, and just continue to support us. And thank you so much for tuning in. So again, we're talking about um, godly leadership, how to operate within that type of leadership. Um, now, for me, this episode was a little bit difficult because I've not been in a position where I really was operating within godly leadership. You're a mother. You're a leader. Yeah, that's a different kind of leadership. Well, it's, God. God definitely put me in this position, but let me tell you, y'all something. You, no, 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 I, shush, and let me finish before y'all start asking questions. Y'all better let me finish. Let me, high me high high <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you what I mean. Oh, my bad. I we Yeah, we got Brandon on the, on the on the episode with us. Yeah, and uh, he operates this. So let me tell y'all what I mean by that. I, first of <laughs> all, I was I, hear you way down I was kind of joking. Right okay. first of all, I was kind of joking absolutely it's godly leadership if you're a parent, and yeah, but when i say when i say that, when I say that when I was joking talking about that it's different, it is different because sometimes I ain't always operating in the godly aspect of that part it's, I flex my leadership sometimes and God ain't always in it, you know what I mean so I just if I could be so honest every now and again you got to you got to show your kids you put you got to put the fear of God in them, and they may not always be led by God, but I'm just saying. Um, but anyway, anyway, but this still was a hard, this is still like a difficult subject for me, I guess, just because I, me and parenting, I don't know. I mean, I guess I didn't never, I've never really looked at it like that. I just, I'm a parent. I love my kids and I take care of them. I We, they know God. I keep them, I keep God a priority in their lives and, and we do it every day. You know what I'm saying? And I guess I never really took the time to to look at it like godly leadership just rearing them up in that
0: so then being a mother so then how you feel like you operate in that like okay if because where are they 12 and
1: 12 and six. thank you Mm -hmm.
0: if they have questions like well you know how come i can't do you know i'm saying like how do you feel like you operate then then
1: explaining that. that
0: role yeah how do you feel like you you execute your position of power, you know, one thing,
1: in a godly way. One say. thing for sure that I will say, one thousand percent, one of the most difficult things, especially with my oldest, um, is teaching her the difference between the world and, and 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 God and what we live by, living you know, living through and living by the in a godly manner. Um, because every day, my and it's a, it's literally a, a daily challenge. Every day, this girl is exposed to stuff at her school that, personally. I never imagined my twelve year old being exposed to. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, we legit have had the whole homosexual talk, like, mm-hmm. when she was eleven. Yeah. And I mean, I had to go into details because my <laughs> child's coming home talking about her gay best friend. Right. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have one of those. <laughs> eleven years old talking about gay besties. Wait, <laughs> let's talk about this. And so I mean, and it was it was a it was a hard conversation to have because. And this I is different want, than when we came up. Exactly. Girl, different. Let me tell you. It's, it's just different. I mean, it's just different altogether. And it's so hard because in this day and time you have to almost teach like acceptance and what we do but you gotta find like a cool way to teach both so it doesn't see you're not coming across telling your child to
0: condemn, to condemn this process. <laughs> yeah. but at
1: the same time this ain't what we do right. like this right. isn't us <laughs> like we ain't gay besties right. you know what I'm saying like yo the kid ain't going home talking about I was talking to my gay bestie no 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 not referring to none of mine you know what I'm saying Let's <laughs> this, this is not our life <laughs> but it, it's every day though every day I'm faced with having to explain something to her that is just a little bit outside of like it's outside of what we're taught and what I'm teaching them th- to live by, and that yeah. is that that's a challenge. It's a challenge, and I can't really, I don't have an answer really for your question. I just wing it. No, I mean, that, I just wing it, it. it, and mm-hmm. I pray a little bit. We do pray about this stuff, mm-hmm. though. That's one thing we do. We're very consistent with that. I sit down and I pray with my daughter because it's, it's, sometimes I just don't think I always get it right. Right. Like, <laughs> and just we gonna throw a little prayer on this and hope that God does the rest.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what you should do.
1: Yeah. So, but, and Brandon, you're a, fa- you're a parent, you're a father. Yes, like, I so father. what, I mean, how would you, how do you do it?
2: Well, prayer has definitely been, uh, an active thing mm-hmm. being a, 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 a parent mm-hmm. because a lot of, a lot of kids pay attention to what you do more than, anybody else would mm-hmm. they pick up your habits they pick up your traits they tend to eavesdrop to your conversation. so how you talk they may pick that up as well just all of that mm-hmm. so there has to be a level of character that you have to present yourself and to put to practice in front of your kid and even behind the scenes when your kid is not around so
1: mm-hmm.
2: that's something I have to look into yeah. You
1: know. yeah now do you find it like as challenging as I do <laughs> or is it, do you um, find it you? being that you're a father uh, Because sometimes I feel like, and I could be totally wrong because obviously I am not a guy, but sometimes I feel like for the, as far as parental things go, the father, at least it seems like he just can do it so much easier. Like... Uh, growing up my dad seemed to explain things, granted he was strict, but it just seems like the way he explained it was that he just seemed it was just so more so much so much more effortless for him than when my mom would try to break stuff down for us and try to teach us and mold us and grow us up spiritually, but also trying to explain to us this stuff that we see in this worldly stuff we see in at the same time.
2: I think it's more so of the mentality if you want to be a leader or a boss. Mm. Because you can have a leader mentality and say that, you know, I'm going to train you up and show you how to get this and do this and learn this versus being a boss and say, hey, clean up your room because I told you so. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. show them the reason why your room needs to be clean. Show them the reason why your shoes need to be tied. Right. You know, show them the reason why you don't say certain words when you're in public in front of people. Mm-hmm. You know, just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, because... Mm-hmm. Anybody that wants to learn something, they have to know the reason behind it. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's what needs to happen when it comes to I don't to
0: want us to stick with just, just parenting. Oh, yeah. we
2: were going to shit. No, 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 no. Yeah. But I,
0: I want to... I'm not a parent, so correct me if I'm wrong. But I feel like, to your point, I almost feel like that's somewhat like the natural order of things, in my opinion, because the word says, you know, your husband is to wash you with the word, right? And then you have this Proverbs 31 woman where we see her doing a lot mm-hmm. of things, not necessarily like saying right. a lot of things. Right. So I think that's why it may seem effortless, because yeah. by name, that's just the natural order of things. Yeah, So yeah. mommy is example. Both should be examples. I'm not saying that. Right. Mommy's sex is example. Oh, she's getting up. She's, you know, she's doing, she's cleaning, She getting money, she's she making money, you know, she's doing, mm-hmm. she doing this, she's doing this. Whereas, you know, daddy is telling me, you know know... know god loves you and god wants this and scripture says this this is why we do this and so to answer your question i think that's why it just seems effortless which i think and not no shade against you or any single mother but i think that's why is again yet is a natural order that single mothers are not meant to be single mothers because of that very right Mm because i think those roles are going to be more challenging for another person because it's meant for two people yeah Mm
1: -hmm. yeah now you said something about uh boss and what'd you say, leader? Yeah. So leadership versus leader being a leader versus being a boss. Now let's take a shift from parenting and look at it from now you are you operate in leadership in, within the church too. Mm-hmm. So let's shift it from parenting to church life because I dabbled in, in a smidge and I got out. So <laughs> explain <laughs> to me how do you sustain yourself operating in leadership at the
2: church? Um, and
1: dealing with all the worldly stuff at yeah, the church.
2: Yeah. So um Just know that when you're dealing with leadership, especially if it's on a higher level, there's always going to be a greater challenge. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to that, you have to (laughs) – your attitude has to be in a positive note at all times, like at all times. doesn't matter – how many people you have under you doesn't matter if you've been doing it for years or you're just starting for the first time. Like your character, and your attitude has to be on point the entire time. So me being in that position, there are going to be times you're going to feel like you have to babysit some people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time it's how do you help them, even if they're the same age as you or if they're older than you, or you think they would be more mature than you. How do you put yourself in that position to get them where they need to be? You know, a leader has to learn how to serve as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you You can lead them and show them, but being a servant is also a way of being an example. Like, I can't tell you that we have to do this on Sunday mornings and we have to do this in rehearsal if I'm not putting it to practice myself. Right. You know, so I think that's one of the things that a lot of leaders forget because bosses don't serve. They just expect you... They just hand you the project and just think and that delegate. you're going to get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get it done. You know, versus... Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> versus... <laughs> Oh my God. But 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 actual (laughs) (laughs) but actual leaders, you know, they show you how to get it done. Okay, so prime prime example: Floyd Mayweather did an interview with uh, with uh, somebody. You know, it was showing you like how did you get all this stuff? And it, he said, he surrounded himself by people who are already successful. And they gave him the invitation to ride the yacht with him, you know, or to drive, ride in the car with them or, you know, all that stuff. His response was, that's great and all, but I'd rather you show me how to get that stuff versus riding it with you. Because when you're riding on the coattails of somebody else, you'll get comfortable and you won't be able to get on your own. So I think... When you find yourself dwelling under the right leadership, you will find yourself, walk, you know, finding the blueprint of how they got there versus trying to ride their blessing. Mm-hmm. And being in a, you know, it's, it's like I said, you know, leadership has its challenges, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's better to be a, a leader than to be a boss.
0: I mean, I think every man and woman in the Bible were serving before they led, so I'm glad you kind of brought that up. Uh, even Jesus Himself, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, serve. You know, David had to pay his dues, and, and Joseph and Moses, and all these folks. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so I definitely think that kind of comes with it. Um, I don't serve in my church, but I do. I almost say not, not serve in my church. I'm not saying that I don't lead in my church. Um, I do have to lead on my job. I work at a. Uh, sorry, I didn't lose my train. I was hot in here. I can't think. <laughs> I work at a major university as associate director. And um, I supervise, in this role, I supervise graduate uh, students, I supervise professionals um, as well. And so, since I work at a public institution, <laughs> I always don't necessarily get the luxury of, you know, saying, voicing my godly opinion <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. upon someone. It definitely can be a fine line. Fortunately, I think I've had found, been found favor in those situations, where my supervisor just is also a woman of faith and just kind of tends to also find other people people of faith to work mm-hmm. in our offices. So it just functions. Yeah. That's why I really like my office a lot, because I think the whole office has favor. A lot of people don't even know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's a leader, too. Like, you need to, you need to I think, pray for favor on everyone that you're leading. if Because if, they're attached to you, and you're attached to them. So mm-hmm. if, if I'm the captain, but, you know, I'm my other little captains, this boat gonna sink if we all not on the same page. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and so I think as far as how to operate in that is just knowing that you are not the only person that plays a huge role in said project or, you know, in, in said group or in said team or whatever. And this can be on all levels. This can be in a group project. You know, if you're in high school or in college, this mm-hmm. could be your job. This could be at the church. You know, I think me and Jessica operate in a role of leadership just with this podcast. Even mm-hmm. though we may not commute with everyone individually, I think a lot of women may tune into us every week as leaders in their life. Because right. who knows? We'd be all they have for all right. we know.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, I, you know, I've always had this theory or this thought um, that to some of the best leaders are people who have um, admired another great leader. Mm-hmm. Now, would you all agree that effective- Oprah? <laughs> that got it with <laughs> that's, oh, yes. that's. a great leader. <laughs> that's a great oh, one. Yeah. Oprah's you know, winning. I, you know,
0: I saw her, right. There. I know, girl. I, I know. tried to get
1: I know, girl, me too. Broke my heart. She's another good
0: one. We was
1: on there at 10 o'clock. Girl, I know. I was not, not just hoping, Wait, I could got a single ticket for $25, but it was basically sitting outside. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Anyway. But listen. <laughs> so, listen. I guess my question is, like, uh, who... Uh, what were the qualities in that and whatever leader you all have admired in the past like what are the qualities that you saw within that person that made you decide okay yeah that's an effective leader that's a godly leader that's a good leader that's a good person to to model myself after <sighs> what what were the qualities that okay, attracted well, you to
2: that person okay so for me it it was my pastor at new beginnings like pastor That's funny that's cool You know what I'm saying there. like because I, I have a, well, I, I got a good, I, cause I, I have not only that, I have a good friendship with him. So I get to see how he operates even under pressure up close. And it amazes me. It's like this dude, it, it doesn't it like, he does it like it's easy. Mm-hmm. So just like, how did you manage? And then he told me about how he went through like a whole year's worth of frustration dealing with like being a youth pastor in Florida and all of that, and then to move all the way up here because, you know, because um, uh, Je- uh, Pastor Jeffrey Johnson of Eastern Star noticed how he operates in his leadership. Uh, so he was like, dude, do you want to serve under me at Eastern Star? And from that point on, like, everything opened up for him, like, musically, mm-hmm. all because of the fact that he... Not even, not even just musically, but even with the church now, like everything that he did, like it just opened up for him because he took the right moves and he put himself in a position to serve under the right people. Right. And when I, I watch him and he, I, I'm, I'm amazed because I'm just like, dude, you, you do realize that we have this coming up and, and such and such happened and this has happened. And he's like, I know, but don't worry. Mm-hmm. We already got a plan C D E F G, a, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And how he operates and how he talks to people shows that things are getting done. Because mm-hmm. it's one thing that something needs to go needs to be accomplished when you're talking to people, but it's sometimes it it is how you deliver the message mm-hmm. as well. So I learned that a lot from him. Mm-hmm.
1: So. That's crazy. I um I actually was going question- to say the same person, um, because our, um, Pastor James Anthony Jackson, he, that's, that man is the truth, like, homie. he really is, that's, that homie. man is the truth, I call him dad, like, and he ain't even that much older than me, but I call him, and he's not, I don't even think the man is old enough to physically be my father, but I call him dad because, um, when I first met him, in fact, and actually had my first real conversation with him, I in that moment, I almost started crying because I was talking to him about something real personal, but the feeling I got, it was like a, being, I felt like a little girl all over again, but getting a chance to talk to my daddy like I always wanted to talk to my daddy. And from that point forward, I just always saw that man as my spiritual father. And I have called that man dad ever since that day. Um, But what one of the main things about him is his it's literally the relatability to him. Like I can relate to this man on just about anything like he's and he's so transparent with his story and with his testimony. And I appreciate that about him because he he don't he could be he don't have to be humble. Let's just be honest. He don't have to be. He's in a position where he has he does not have to be humble. And there are one too many uh, men, uh, people in ministry and leadership in ministry that are in very similar positions as him, and they are not humble. Can't fit their egos inside the door. But it's something about something about pastor boy it's like it doesn't matter and it doesn't matter how much how dirty your trash is that you bring to him that man ain't never gonna see you as what you as your trash he sees the value in you and and that is such an uh, that's an amazing quality to have as a leader especially over a, a church the size of his and i can only imagine how many people are coming to him on a daily basis pastor pray for me for this I need that or can I come in and talk to you or my marriage is falling apart we need counseling and I can only imagine what he deals with what he receives on a day-to-day basis but the fact of the matter is that man's still going to look at you and he's going to talk to you like he's known you all his life and I, and and that's something that when I as I grow as a leader in whatever capacity you know I that's that those that that's a quality that I desire to have you know what I mean I want people to feel safe with me mm-hmm. cuz that's the point that's God God is safety and when you can exude that through a person here, on, or when you can get that from a person here on earth, that's a big deal because you don't get that from everybody.
0: Yeah. I can't think of a person. I'm going <laughs> <Okay. laughs> to anyway. be honest. Okay. We got anyway. I'm going to be honest. Okay. The people I think of are like celebrities I don't even
2: know. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so what about family members or people that you came across, you know? Uh, Church, growing up? Yeah.
0: It's true. I mean, I think my supervisor, I think, now is a is a fairly good example. I, I tend to look to women more so as, as good because I'm a woman, so I feel like I need to maybe somewhat imitate how a woman, not to say that a woman needs to switch it up, but some things we just have to approach differently than men just because of the world we live in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, um you know, me and my supervisor now, we just have a very... Good um, relationship. I remember when I first started working there two years ago, I have a tattoo on my arm and it says, Bless. You know, when you first start working somewhere, you try to give a cover like, you don't know how people respond to, it, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I got this in my younger years, but anyway. <laughs> and so she's like, Oh, are you a believer? I was like, Well, yeah. And I'm thinking, like, Oh, she just going to see the, the glow of the Lord in me. And she's like, Oh, I want know your tattoo. I'm like, Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. And so that just kind of sparked, you know, this whole, you know, fresh. Now, I mean, she sends me. Books that she's read, and we would talk about books, I mean, I think we just have this really nice, you know, director, you know, not director relationship as well as, you know, someone of just, of just a friendship. You know, I can come in her office, I know I can talk about anything, and I have, you mm-hmm. know, before, like in the middle of the day. And so I think sometimes what makes her good at that is that she has a very good balance of that with a number of different things. And I think, too, I think some of that just kind of comes with experience. Mm -hmm. Like, I think she's probably gone through some things. You guys said Pastor gone through some things. Mm -hmm. So I think all of us will probably get to that
1: point, We just kind of simply live. Yep. Live (laughs) a little
0: longer. Live a little longer, longer, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's real. Keep
1: on living. All right, well, this was great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. Um, You know, drop a sentence and let us know some of the people that you look up to, some godly leaders that you admire and why. Hit us up. Let us know what's going on. Um, But, yeah, so thank you guys so much for tuning in with us this week. And catch us next week. We love y'all. Peace out.